From the heart of Kansas City, it's time for Real Hooligans. Here's your host, Tim English. All right, hooligans, welcome back. This is a super kick-ass episode we have planned for you. Uh, Tim English here. Um, Yeah, what's up, David? How you doing? I am just amazing, Tim. I'm really looking forward to doing this. It's a fun little project. Yeah, well, David Kane with me uh, once again. Um, So we got a fun episode for you. This is our tournament selection show. Next week, we're going to be doing a... We've decided to call it the best comic book superhero movie ever. It's a mouthful. It kind of is. but We're working on it. You have to be very specific, (laughs) I think, considering what we're really trying to do is give out a movie to the best superhero movie. Or an award to the best superhero movie. But I think when you consider comic book movies, you always drift into some that aren't necessarily about superheroes. Because not all comics are about necessarily... Um, you know, super-powered people. But, so we kind of have a few movies on here that aren't necessarily, but we kind of made, you know, some exceptions and said they do heroic things or... Yeah. Um, so you'll see where we're going. And, of course, I think, you know, well, the list we're working with is not going to be without... Somebody's always going to hate wearing one movie. Scene. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the fun of it. That's the fun of uh, Selection and I, Sunday. And I will it will say that I intentionally did that in a lot of ways, so that yeah. there are, there's a lot of room for debate. Yeah, I think most of them are about what most people would say, but uh, there's definitely I think a lot of room for. And you and I went through at one point and adjusted these and. So, yeah, we had a nice fun discussion, a, a, a yeah. good little go over this, where where we did not always necessarily agree on where something should be, um, and that again, that's just the the joy of this is the how people feel about some of these, how strongly somebody connected with one that uh, that we maybe necessarily didn't. Right, and then it's about creating interesting matchups mm-hmm. in, in your first round. Um, and, you know, yeah, making sure that two movies that, you know, you, you think about, I, I think about this as a sports fan in terms of the NCAA tournament, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't want KU and Kentucky playing in the first, first round. round. Yeah, definitely know? not. So, you know, even though you think about where the, you know, how strong or weak one might be in a given season, you know, we, you know, you make that comparison to movies. You still don't want to see him that early, you know. You, you think Sweet Sixteen down the road, and and the more interesting thing about this um, for me is that even though it might be a sixteen seed, it's still a movie that I enjoyed in some form or fashion. There, it, it's not like we have bad movies. We don't have Dayton in here. That who the hell cares about Dayton? You know, who cares about Western Montana? Oh. No, but I care about these other movies that are in here. They may not be a one seed. They may not be very high on the list, but, you know, I paid my money to go to the theater and sit and watch these. Absolutely. And I took into consideration a lot of feedback we got on Twitter and Facebook. So there's a few few movies on here that I don't necessarily agree with, but I had strong reactions yeah. to get them in there. You know, mm-hmm. one movie, we I won't even say it right now. We'll, we'll talk about it when you get, you know, there's a few of them that I was just like, this movie wouldn't even be on my acknowledged list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much less my 64 best comic book movies, which is basically what we have here. So, um... 
before we do that, let's talk about yesterday. I mean, we don't really have anything in the news. Avengers yeah. was just released this weekend. Yeah. It only made uh, $7.5 million, so I think it's still like $25, $28 million away. It'll get there. I don't think it will. I think it will. They'd have to leave it out for like five or six more weeks. I mean, it really... Yeah, I mean, you know, How long was Avatar out? 292 like, days? Like six months or something, yeah. I just don't... I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I think they get there. I think there's a push. This was the push. We have we have a holiday <laughs> weekend kind of thing come out. Uh, a holiday week maybe. Here. Everybody's going to go see Far From Home and Yesterday and Toy Story. Nobody's and... going to see Yesterday. That's not taking away from Homecoming or from Far From Home. That's taking away from Endgame, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, either way... Um, yeah, so that came out. has a couple of additional, I guess it's all in like the post-credits. You know, the movie is still intact. Yeah. And then it has like a message from the Russo brothers. They showed the first two minutes of Far From Home, an unfinished Hulk scene. And they keep saying a few more surprises. I'm sure it's nothing interesting. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Story it, it's not. It's nothing that's not going to be on the Blu-ray when it's released right, right. in two weeks. So, um yeah, so that's out again. If you haven't seen Endgame or you want to go see it again. I'm might. going. They're getting my money again. You're going to go see it again, huh? I am. That's uh, one that I'll get up on a Saturday morning and go catch the 9 o'clock showing. I feel like I've seen it enough. Well, in theaters. It's just a long one. How many times? I saw it four times. Okay, well, this would make my fourth. Yeah, so, all right. You got one. What are you? All right. Uh, what else? Anything good? Kind of a slow week, yeah. feels like, brother. Yeah, not much going on. I'm just too excited to get into this. Melissa McCarthy might play Ursula. Ursula, yeah, I saw that. Woohoo. That doesn't do much for me. I don't mind her, but whatever. Okay. <clears throat> well, let's talk about yesterday. Do you have any questions about yesterday, or you just want me to kind of give a little... Uh, why don't, why don't you give us a rundown of... of the premise of this one, and then we'll we'll jump in with some questions. Okay, so uh, directed by Danny Boyle, it's about a a songwriter musician guy that's kind of failing, who gets into an accident, and wakes up into a world where the Beatles never existed. That makes zero sense right off the bat. And there's other things. It's not just the Beatles, but obviously the Beatles is. But it seems like if he was the one that got into an accident, it would just be in his head that the Beatles didn't exist. Well, there's more to the accident. Do you want me to just spoil it for you? Like, there's a. I, I, I'll put it this way: I'm not going to go to the theater. All right, and see there's this a movie. huge power outage. Okay. Okay. All over the world, and that's why he's in this accident. He gets hit by a bus, wakes up, and you know, kind of goes back to you know, he gets a guitar as a gift. Plays a little song for his friends because they're going to play something. We just give you a guitar. And it's a, a Beatles song. And they're all like, wow, that's amazing, basically. And he realizes, you know, he Googles it. You know, there's some funny scenes that go along with him Googling stuff <clears throat> that he remembers that nobody else does. But... um Get a little sound here. If it has happened by now, it's like a miracle. Can you hear that? Good. So, yeah. 
So this dude wakes up, nope, and realizes, hey, I can, I can capitalize. I on can it. write every Beatles song. So that's what he sets out to do, and uh, he becomes a huge star. And he, he comes across two people at one point that are like the only two other people that remember the Beatles, and they're like kind of following him, mm-hmm. and he's freaking out, thinking, no, but these people are gonna rat me out, you know, they're gonna blow my cover, you know. It's, uh, but real, it's kind of an amazing scene, actually. You know, if you want to skip ahead, you know, a few minutes. Uh, I won't spoil it for you. I'm going to spoil it so you won't hear it. Um, but these people actually are like, all they're doing is following the Beatles. Because they're, you know, they remember and they're like, You're just, the Beatles. just to have it. It's yeah. amazing. And it's kind of the point of this movie is he starts to freak out when the uh, record companies start making all about he wrote it. He, do, he does it all himself, which is kind of where the Beatles kind of fell yeah. apart when they were fighting about who does what, yeah. who gets credit. And, um. Yeah, but you know he it's you know it's all you know about him and this girl and um, played by Lily James who's in Baby Driver. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you know it turns into a typical kind of rom com at the end, which is really unfortunate. Danny Boyle is one of my favorite directors. He's an amazing visual uh, storyteller. Uh, Sunshine, Twenty Eight Days Later. Um, it was on James Franco when he was trapped in the rock. Uh, 27 hours. 27 hours, the beach. Um, and he had, uh, there's some amazing sequences in here. This movie is nearly great. Um, I would say it's very good because it kind of shoots itself in the leg towards the end. Um, is, it, is it aided by the soundtrack? I mean, does that... You know, uh, so... Is the soundtrack for this one another character in the movie, like we've seen? The way it is in Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh, yeah, or, you know, any of the ones that we've come to love where they've seen. The, like Baby Driver, you mentioned that a moment ago. Baby Driver was very intricate into... Okay. I think it's more Baby Driver than uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Where I think Bohemian Rhapsody totally just leaned on that as a yeah, as absolutely. a crutch that hey, this music's amazing. This movie's not amazing, but the music was. There, there are scenes where Boyle use and he'll use like obscure songs, like beats, and they become like the beat of the you know, and very similar to what Baby Driver would do, where that kind of that. Melody would kind of play where you could and see his steps and, yeah. were in time. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It, it, it obviously a lot of the great, you know, well-known stuff is there, but there's also just some, you know, a few melodies where it's just like, man, that's not even like a. It's like you'd have to really know Reach, the reaching into yeah, the archives so. there, um, which was kind of cool. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it you know, late in the movie, it introduces John Lennon as a character, and. That's a tough thing to do, man, because he's such a, he's a myth. Mm-hmm. And so when you introduce yeah. him to the character and he's just kind of like a dude. He's got to be old at this point. <laughs> you like, know, what kind of old version of John Lennon would we um, have, have it's, gotten? It's definitely a weird turn, but, you know, it, it, for me, it's just, it's the, it's the steerage into just cliche rom-com, which I think, you know, I've seen two really good movies between this and, uh. Oh, the damn movie on Netflix with Keanu Reeves. What do you... Always be my... Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, which does the same thing. It's like really good. It, 
manage to color outside of the lines a little bit until it doesn't. So anyway, well, that's um, yesterday. Definitely. I mean, if you're a Beatles fan, go fucking see it. Do you get all the hits? It's beautiful. It sounds amazing. Um, and it's got some good performances. Is it, is it him? Are good. Is it him singing yeah. all of these songs? He does yeah, all really of him. the... Okay, that's great. Which I think is also, you know, you can appreciate. So you don't get any... Act, you get the Beatles music, but you don't get the Beatles at any point doing their music. Right. Okay. Right. Excellent. Yeah. So... I mean, I liked it, you know, and it, sometimes, you know, maybe it can, you know, and it also never explains why all this happened, which I mean, like, I'm, yeah, I kind of was questions. left, I kind of was left with a, just not even going to cover that a little bit. No. You know, and a lot of times movies snap back, you know, where things go back to normal, but mm-hmm. the character still remembers the lesson he learned. Yeah. And there's this weird, for like a while, it plays with like ripple effects and scenes and like mirror effects. Mm-hmm. Like that's going like it's all, you know me. I watch a lot of Lost and X Files and shit where it's like all these clues mean something, and they didn't. I was like, oh, all you need is love. Okay, okay. It is all you need. Anyways, it's beautiful. I mean, I'm not, and that's what I'm saying. It's like it doesn't ruin it for me. So I liked it. Go see it. All right, are you ready to do this? I am so ready, Tim. All right. So uh, best comic book. Superhero movie, or we're just going to announce our, our brackets here and uh, talk about first-round matchups, and then we'll be back next week to actually do the tournament. We're going to be at the Screenland Armor in Kansas City, and uh, over on Armor Boulevard. We'll be out there from 12.30 to 3, recording that day, and then we're going to hang around and watch Far From Home. Yeah. So that'll be fucking cool. So come out and see us if you're in KC. And, uh, yeah, dude, we'll have a great time. We're going to give out some prizes. I've got some Spider-Man backpacks, like some drawstring backpacks far from home. Nice. And some stickers to give out. So, And I've got a bunch of other crap that I'm trying to get rid of. So, It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to hype it. Come win some shit. Wow, there's a... There's come, a, come wing there's some a crap Thor, Tim's a, trying to get rid of. There's a Thor t-shirt and a Captain Marvel t-shirt. There's some good stuff in there. Nice. It's just, you know... All right, so here, here's how it's going to work. Uh, over 150 movies were considered for this. It's a lot of movies. Probably close to 160. We're going as recently as far from home to as far back as Batman 1966. Okay? Stretching. This is live action only. Live, that, yeah. I want that, the, that, that has to be known. That, and that, that is because... I think including animated into this also requires a lot more research than I that cut out real quick yeah. uh, than I than I was ready for. So we, we, that means no Spider Verse, no Incredibles, um, Mask of the Phantasm. Um, what else am I missing? Oh man, there's so many DC. Yeah, and see, that's what, like, there's so many. I mean, I mean, it easily could have been, like, half and half. Yeah. I mean, when you really talk about quality of movie. Yeah. You you could have. That's really the only way DC was cracking into this (laughs) list, is if if we included the animated stuff. Yeah. Um, So what we did is we have 64 movies broken into four regions, and we seated seated them 1 through 16. Uh, they're superhero movies with knots, other comic and graphic novel adaptations with hero aspects. The regions are the Golden Age, the Modern Age, the Cinematic Universe, and the Multiverse. 
what movies are in each region really has nothing to do with. Those are just the title is just a <clears throat> title of a bracket. They were just I thought there's no four good comic related names, generalistic yeah. names. That, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm down okay. for that. So all right, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about the first four. I think these are the first four. We had six four, and these would be like you know the play in teams or whatever. Yeah. Okay, uh, the teams that just didn't quite make it. Um, but movies I think that could be very con- considered. Uh, Old Boy from 2003, uh, foreign film, revenge film. I think they yeah. did it recently with Josh mm-hmm. Brolin or something. I mean, it's a great movie, uh, but it's like a single. As far as I know, it's a single yeah. comic. I mean, so, and I had a lot of people push for that, and I agree it's an amazing film. Um, just didn't quite make the cut here. History of Violence starring Viggo Mortensen. Another, I think, single. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a lot like a run or anything. No. I think it's just a, a graphic novel. Thirty Days of Night. Have you seen that one? I have. That's just a fun. It's just a fun, crazy. Gory, I like the premise of that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, where they're in Alaska and it's yeah, all those vampires are there and they can only obviously come out at night and then the fucking goes dark for thirty days. Thirty days, you guys <laughs> are screwed. Uh, that's a fun movie. God, who's in that? Uh, ben Foster. Yeah, I met him at you know one year. He's just a he's an interesting dude. <laughs> uh, another movie I had on here, and this I think you had some an issue with it not being in. And even after we talked about it, we just still decided not to put it in. But I, th- I think there it, there are a handful of movies uh, in this bracket that I think this movie could have replaced. I think we could have slotted it in, and it wouldn't have uh, been an issue. And see, for me, I think this was kind of like. One of the one of the big boys missed out because oh, wife wife brought cookies. I love it when she brings food. <laughs> um, so I think you know this is akin to you know like one of the big schools missing out because one of those smaller yeah. ones got in. So mm-hmm. again, just for conversation point, but that's the Amazing Spider Man from 2012. Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone. Did she not look good? Yeah, I was watching Spider-Man 3 earlier today, and I'm just like, this chick is not Quinn Stacy. No. Oh, yeah. So, Amazing Spider-Man. I just, I don't know. Just for me, I just thought it was a movie that, even from a talking point, just, is it one of the 64 best? Maybe. 65 best? Probably. I don't know. I think, there's, all, room. It's I all think sub- there's room for it. It's all subjective, though. Right? I, I have issue with the selection committee on this one. <laughs> hey, but you know what? <laughs> when, when we got together, I mean, no, no, I understand. We you know, understand. it was uh, it was decided then. I was like, well, we'll just leave it out. All right. So then we're gonna get to our. Let's announce our number one seeds, shall we? The big dogs. All right, and I'm going to do this kind of in order in order from four to one, kind of, you know, if they were seated. Um, and that would make number four. Let's see if we can get the music going for this one. What is that? YouTube. All right, number four, or I'm sorry, one of the, one of the number one seeds is... Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. From 2004, I, I, I think still one of the best. And I That's going to be the Spider-Man to beat. If you, if you want to make a Spider-Man movie and and you're going to that's what you're up against. That's ha- the bar. Having seen Far From Home, 
it's still the best Spider-Man too. Okay. And that, but that's not even a knock on Far From Home. Um, so yeah, Spider-Man Two is one of the next number one seed. Probably no, no surprise to anybody. Yeah, the, it, the movie that really got it all started. The shoe in. I yeah. mean, you you are the blue blood of the the superhero Absolutely. movies. Absolutely, Superman from 1978, Christopher Reeve. Richard Donner, Gene Hackman, Martin, Martin Kidder. I mean, they nailed Superman, and they just really haven't been able to get it right since those movies. No. And so. it, it's still to this day so much fun to sit down and watch Superman. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. The other number one seed. Oh, and just to, just to make that clear here, let me go back to this. The uh, number one seeds there. I didn't say what region they were in. Let's see. No, oh, it's not on there either. Whatever. Well, Spider-Man 2 is in the modern Thank you. Age. Spider-Man 2 is in the modern age. And Superman is in the cinematic universe. Cinematic. Which means... Our number two comes from the golden age. You want to announce this one? No, go for it, Tim. Yeah. You, ha- you have the announcer voice. <laughs> All right, well, from 2014, it's Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Solid choice. I still think, uh, I think it's Marvel's best movie. I think it's his best movie slash representation of a character. I think I think so. I so. think that uh, as, as far as up to end game, Winter Soldier is, is, it's just King of the Hill. Yeah, absolutely. Which brings us to our number one overall seed, I guess. From the multiverse. Yeah. Generally considered, I, I think, the best of them all right now. And I, I, For me, it's any of these are my favorite, I think. I think that's why they're my number one seeds, you know, but... I, I think for me, this one is my... You're here to... To knock this team off. If yeah. you want to be the best, you're going to have to knock the best off. This, and, this and is Duke. Yeah. This is Duke from yep. from 2008, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. So good. Yeah. I mean, and it's, again, I think like, like Winter Soldier, I think if you s- strip away the superhero aspects of it, it's still a good film. Yeah. You know, The Dark Knight is still a great movie if it's a cop and robber. If Batman's just a, a cop. Yeah. And he's going after this criminal. I mean, it's the same movie. It's just without the makeup and the cape and the cowl. As a put, you know, same with Captain America is just a good political thriller about someone who's realizing he's working for the wrong team. Yeah. You know, you're, kind of, you're on know, the wrong so. side, kid. Um, for me, the Dark Knight, um, something that's so great for me is the Joker is one of the best comic book villains in in all of print and anywhere that you can see uh, a villain, the Joker is one of those guys that is without explanation. You just don't know who he is or why he is. And I think Nolan and Ledger really captured... Uh, 
the essence of the Joker better than you can in any of in any of these sixty four movies. I don't think anybody is as represented in their film as they are in their book, um, like the Joker was. Um, man, I couldn't have said it better myself. It, you're right. I think it is out of any of these movies the best villain, the best performance. Mm-hmm. The best represent, just the overall representation of the history. I think of the villain. Just yeah. his, he's chaos. Yes, um, he's mystery. It's like he tells his story so many times. I don't think he knows no, no, how no. he got his scars. Absolutely. You know what I mean? um, and again, I think it's uh, you know it all came down to Heath Ledger's performance and how in depth he got, and unfortunately how deep he got into yes. the psyche of the role, but. And and you can really see the relationship between Joker and Batman. I think mm-hmm. that uh, that is something through all of the years of the Batman books. You you really see that those two need each other. There there's a you know even in the Lego Movie you got to see how much. Joker just needed Batman. He needed that. Um, what was the Joker without the Batman? Yeah. What was the Batman without the Joker? Uh, so, uh, just, just just perfect. At the, at the end, it was you're not going to kill me. No, no. And unfortunately, you know, he was obviously supposed to be a huge part of the Dark Knight Rises, and then, you know, he unfortunately passed away. So we never Yay. got to see the. You know how that would have played out. Yeah, now we're stuck with the Jared Leto's and Joaquin Phoenix. You know, and that Joaquin Phoenix maybe would make an amazing Joker in uh, Matt Reeves's universe, but I don't like the idea of I doing a standalone Joker movie even a little bit. It's R-rated. No, thank you. I don't need this. Nope. It's not even a little bit. <clears throat> So, all right. So, that is it. Our top four seeds are Spider-Man 2, Superman, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and the Dark Knight. What? Which one do you announce first? Uh, you want to just go four, three, two, one again? Yeah. Let's let's start with uh, Spider-Man 2's bracket, which would be the modern age. Modern age. All right, man. So... We're going to put up some brackets this week so you can kind of play along and have fun with this. And if you go out to the uh, the show on next Sunday, we'll have something there so you can fill them out and whatever. Um, so this is how we're going to break this down. Uh, Spider-Man, the number one seed, is going against the number 16 seed, Spawn, from 1997. Uh, Todd McFarlane. Um, film, you know. Again, not one of my favorites, but I thought it deserved to be included just kind of because of the uh, its its place in comic book movies. I mean, it was a comic book movie before these things were really getting dealt yeah. with, and it was a a rather lesser known. And I think we owe a property. lot to McFarlane uh, in the sense that he really um, kind of opened the door for the darker stuff, um, and I I I, th- I think that he. He has his place in sure. in the comic book world for sure. Absolutely. Uh, next up is the eight nine seed, which is number eight is Scott Pilgrim versus the World from twenty ten, going against the nine seed Edge of Tomorrow twenty fourteen. I love this matchup. Yeah, it's interesting. We definitely have two con- contrasting styles of comic book adaptations. Scott Pilgrim, I think, is just 
a fun as hell movie to watch. And so is Edge of Tomorrow, though, man. I mean, Scott just, Pilgrim's become a cult classic kind of it, thing. It really has. It's it's kind of crazy. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow probably leans a little bit more visually into a, like the video game, mm-hmm. but it's you know adapted from a from a book. This so. m- this might be an an early round upset for me. I it, it might upset the, sure. the cult classic for me. Sure. Uh, next up, number five versus the twelve. We have two Marvel movies here: uh, Captain America: Civil War, the five seed, versus Age of Ultron, the twelve seed. So this is like the Big Twelve beating each other up, knocking yeah. each other out. That's just, great. Uh, there's so That's many of the Marvel movies in there. Like, <laughs> what they, are you gonna do? <laughs> they can just knock each other out every now and then. Uh, next up is the thirteen versus four. Wanted is the thirteen seed. Um, the 2008 movie with Angelina Jolie and James McAvoy, Morgan Freeman. Did you enjoy that one? What, I what did. are your thoughts on that one? I did. I, th- I really vi- like Wanted. Yeah. I, I visually, I thought it was an amazing movie. And, you know, you know, watching that movie who came out of that impressing me, Chris Pratt. Right. He was, I mean, just hilarious because he was like fucking the dude's girlfriend, yet actively rooting, rooting for, for them to get yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> So I was just like, weird. holy shit, this guy's hilarious. You know, look how far he's come since then. And so. his end in that movie was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Number four there is Road to Perdition, starring Tom Hanks. I think just a, an amazing film. But again, you kind of get into the, we question whether yeah. this was our superhero. But he's he, wrote, he grows to be a hero, we thought, in the movie. Um, maybe not accepting that as his role. But uh, Next up, number three seed, Batman. 1989. It's going to be Deadpool 2, the 14th seed from last year. Thoughts there? <laughs> yeah. Some of them you can just pencil into the next round. And <laughs> Batman's going to be one of those. I, I, w- I would be surprised if uh, a- an online poll even moved the needle for Deadpool 2 <laughs> versus <laughs> Batman. And see, my, th- my thing was uh, after looking at this, I was like, why do I have Deadpool 2 on here? I don't know. So there you go. And see, there would have been controversy one already. I would have slid the Amazing Spider-Man in. Yeah. All right, number six, Thor Ragnarok, twenty seventeen, up against X Men: First Class from twenty eleven. Um, I don't know, man. I I think that you know, depending on who our panel is, I think this one could be go either way. Uh, I mean, I know where you're, you lie, and you know. Well, I'm trying to make the case for First Class. That was the last X-Men movie that we were going to get that was really worth a damn, you know? Yeah. It was worth your time. Um, so we're we're done with X-Men in this version, this world that they created with mm-hmm. the X-Men, this timeline, whatever. Um, it's done. It's over with. Um, and I would say that, that first class was really the only one worth spending my time and money on. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess depending on everybody's moods. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, another Batman movie, The Dark Knight Rises, number 10 seed, going against Blade, the seven seed. And I know Blade's one that moved up in the uh, in its seating once you and I got talking about it. And it's... yeah. I've always loved the the movie. I mean, oh, again, man. I mean, Wesley Snipes with a sword. <laughs> Marvel's first movie, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, their first major film was was uh, was Blade. So, as much as you know, Black Panther did for the black superhero. Let's not forget Wesley Snipes. Yeah. 
That man was a badass back in the day. And Dark Knight Rises for me, I think, is the weakest weakest of those. Yeah, definitely films. the so bottom of the barrel for that one. All right, next up, another DC film, Aquaman of the Fifteen, versus another X Men movie, X Two, X Men United. By far the best X-Men movie to come out. And, and it was almost the number one seed yeah. for me. I mean, I, I think Spider-Man 2 was like, I was like, oh, wait, Spider-Man 2 is obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously right. should, for me, it should go in there. But X-Men 2, I think, is still um, an excellent an excellent flick. So, all right, where are we going to go next? You want to go to cinematic? <clears throat> uh, let's see. So Superman came from cinematic. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Superman, 1978, the number number one seed here, going against the Wolverine from 2013, 16 seed. Another movie for me that I could have put on there or not. Yeah. And then it, in other times, I was like, whatever. But yeah, I think I think there's a lot good going on in that movie. I think it just it gets the ending is so bad. It's pretty terrible. The villain, the execution, how they handled the... What the hell was the samurai's name? Silver Samurai? Yeah. This was dumb. What, did he turn into a Transformer or something? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but there's a lot of good stuff there. And I think the lesson learned there that, hey, maybe we can do a dark movie and get away with it, I think is maybe what keeps this up for me. So another Captain America movie in the next one. Captain America, the first Avenger going against another MCU movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. Caps the eight, Guardians is the nine. Oh, it's Guardians 2, by the way. Guardians Volume 2. And that one, I think, dropped after you and I got to talking. This was kind of a weird... This one got shuffled around a little bit. Kind of MCU heavy, but first Avenger, I still think, is one of the best... This one is more of an emotional pick for me. Yeah. Um, because I think the first Avenger is two separate movies. Um, you know, you get the the first half of him um, where you really get a sense of who Cap is as a person, um, wh- where he stands, what he believes. Uh, the second half, okay, now you're a superhero. I expect you to, to kick ass. And, yeah. And, and you do that. So, um, But that first half of... Um, the first Avenger is, for me, um, one of the most important um, parts of the MCU because what you get, what the the foundation that's laid in those you know first forty minutes um, carries on through the entirety of uh, the MCU. You can see that person. Uh, in Endgame and know that that's who he... And when he holds that hammer, you knew that that tiny little kid in New York fighting in a back alley of a movie theater was worthy enough to hold that hammer and you were waiting that entire goddamn time for him to get that hammer. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Captain America is the only uh, trilogy where all three movies are in this list. That's interesting. I wouldn't. The only well, the I mean the Marvel movies. Okay, yeah. Of the Marvel because the Batman, the Batman trilogy, the Nolan gets in there, right? And even, right. So, and it's because the 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 quality of the character matched the quality of movies. You know, as Iron Man was consistent in character, but not so much consistent in films. Same with Thor. Yeah, quality. You know, the character was consistent, but. 
You know. Yeah, we don't want to talk about the, the second Thor. All right. The five seed here is Black Panther, another MCU movie from 2018 going against, I mean, another one that started it all that people probably don't realize is a comic book movie. Yeah. The Rocketeer, man. Right. Directed by Johnson, Joel John, Joe Johnson that directed Captain America. Yeah. So, um, and I think you'll see a lot of visual style similarities. similarities especially... Yeah, I mean, this the, is another one that's a it's a favorite, man. I mean, people probably you know will hear this be like, oh fuck, I forgot I love that movie. Right? Go watch somebody's the, going to go watch, watch the, the Rocketeer now. Go watch it again. <clears throat> All right, I got a thirteen seed here, uh, Hancock. I love this, and movie. I think this could have been higher. higher. And I think it loses some of its steam during the you know the the. The last act. But Once he figures out who she is and she figures out who he is. It's, it's I, like it, he gets distracted yeah. from what it was. It, it turns into a weird little thing. Um, but yeah, man, that 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 first three quarters of that movie yeah. is so much fun. Will Smith, it's, it's an interesting character. And it's even like Jason Bateman's really good in this. Right. Um, Charlize Theron is really good. I mean, they have like really good like angst chemistry towards yeah. each other. Um She's just amazing. So uh, always a movie I kind of wish they would have built upon, mm-hmm. especially now that comic movies have blown up. This I would have tw- loved this is 2008. That's when Iron Man came out. Yeah. I would have loved to have gotten another one of these. Yeah. And why it never happened, I don't know. I mean. And and one of one of my least favorite directors, Peter Berg. Man, that guy's just. He did Battleship. What are you talking about? I know. He's just awful, but man, he really, really managed to to get it right with Hancock for most of it. All right. It's going up against Avengers Endgame. Yeah, that's a really tough matchup for Hancock. Yeah. I mean, and and Avengers Endgame is so new and so fresh right now. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to have a real tough time overcoming that. But it it got that high. I mean, you're talking about top 15, top 16 comic book movie because of the payoff. And I had issues. I have a lot, you know, we talked with Lonita last week about the lack of consistency at Thanos' character. Yeah. Um, or, um, you know, just some other just issues. But it had so much payoff that it was just, I think, amazing. So number three seed is Logan from 2017 going against Red from 2010. Bruce Willis and John Malkovich. You've seen. Yeah. That's an incredible movie. First one's great, second one not so good, but and again, Logan is probably I you know, I know it's it's seated here below X two, but probably, you know, one of the best films. I think for me it's like the lack of the villain. An effective you know, I mean he's basically yeah. he's basically fighting his younger self. Yeah. Which is kinda like I get the metaphor here, but um, so that's your three seed and 14 seed here. Six seed here is Sin City 2005 going against X-Men Days of Future Past, the 11 seed from 2014. Sin City is a breakthrough. Frank Man, Moore, wasn't that... Robert Rodriguez. That one was fun on, on a bunch of different levels. Yeah. And I would say most fun is visually the way they put this movie together. Um, if you can't enjoy watching the style that they used, uh, what are you even doing here? Jessica Alba. Whoa. That whole crew. Yeah. That'll, that'll change the way you look at life. <laughs> right. All right. So, uh, and one of my favorite movies in this next matchup, Batman 
1966. So much fun. I mean, versus Doctor Strange, the seven seed. Batman's the ten. Um, but Batman, because you have to appreciate the correlation between the end of that movie and the end of The Dark Knight Rises. They're pretty much the same ending. Aren't they? Both times Batman's trying to get rid of a bomb. I really wished in The Dark Knight Rises, Christopher Nolan would have had the balls to have Bruce say, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. I know, right? I mean, I was waiting for it. I was like, oh my fucking God, please say it. Because I was like, this is the fucking that, scene. You will not have a better time to make a reference to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that just would have shown that he, he, you know, he got it. He did Robin, you know, even though that was like fun, just make him Robin at the end. But that would have shown he had a sense of humor. Yeah. Which I think is Nolan's one filmmaking flaw. That he's not funny. He just refuses to kind of have like a sense of humor in himself sometimes. Uh, All right. Iron Man 3 is the number 15 seat here going against another Batman movie. Batman is all over the place, dude. Man, one of my favorite origin stories of all of the origin stories is Batman Begins. Yeah. Batman Begins is the two seed. I mean, there you have, you know, basically two Batman movies from Nolan in the top five. Yeah. I mean, and, and as much as I'm gonna, I'm harsh on Nolan sometimes, I do love his movies. I yeah. really do. Um, and that just shows the quality of film he's making. I think that he is. Despite one. the fact he tries not to make a Batman movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> or a comic, a comic book movie, yeah. I'll say. You know, he tries, you know. Um, but Begins, I think, is highly underrated. So, Love it. Yeah, all right. Where are we at here? Golden Age. Golden Age. Captain America, the Winter Soldier, going against... And this is the one for me that I mentioned earlier that I am totally like, fuck this movie. Dread, 2012. Yeah. But people love this movie. Yeah, so weird. It, it, you know, and this is a movie that I think a lot of people would put as a number one seed. What? Yeah, it's... I had a lot of people that were like, Dread. No. You know, like, who's your one seeds? And people would say this. If you're listening and you would have Dread as a one seed, I'm going to need you to contact me on social media as quickly. I tell you not to follow me every week, but this is the time I love you need to Carl jump Urban. in so we can talk about it. I, I thought the idea of this movie was great when they cast him. I was like, oh, that's a great movie for him. That'll be a cool little role. But the execution of this movie was so fucked, man. I mean, power to you if you like it. And at me all you want if you want to talk about it, but... Um, I mean the whole the, I the, vil- the, it, the villain is selling a drug that is slow motion that slows you down. Yeah, was really just an excuse to use that technology mm-hmm. that their editor had. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, it was. It I was, just remember watching like, what the fuck am I watching? It was. It was fun once, movie? but yeah. I right. also caught on to it late, and sometimes you know when a movie gets hyped so much. Yeah. Then you see it. You know, you're like, well, what do people like about? So it's a 16. Uh, next up, Deadpool and Kick-Ass. Deadpool I, is the 8. Kick-Ass is the 9. This is an interesting matchup. I love this matchup. And I hope that this is one that gets people excited. And I want to hear opinions and voices on this one. Um, Deadpool was fun. You know, going out and getting that R rating and being able to do some things that you hadn't seen before. Um you know, different than the Logan R rating, um, yeah, a, a very absolutely. different feel to it. Um, but man, kick ass, what a fun coming of age, just a, a normal kid who wants to do good and is 
provided the opportunity to do it. Uh, uh, yeah. Loved it. Kick-Ass was a great movie. Kick-Ass 2, not so much. No. But uh, Nicolas Cage, Chloe Grace yeah. Moretz. That was our introduction to her. And she's, she she's, was badass. She was amazing. Um, you probably remember when my daughter was... <laughs> Yes. She was hit girl for Halloween around that time, and she was amazing. Um, but I mean, what a performance by Nicolas Cage! Is what the hell? Who is he in this movie? What's his oh, superior name? I can't uh, even think of it. He's like the Batman, Big looking, Daddy. Big Daddy, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a terrific movie. So, um, and also famous for starring two Quicksilvers, right? All right. Next up, another Spider Man number five seed from twenty. 20- 02, 2002, going against Blade 2 from also 2002. Is that right? Correct. Okay. Make sure I have the right years in there. All right. So that's an interesting matchup there. Two more Marvel movies and uh, kind of the movie that followed up Blade, Spider-Man. Well, now I guess X-Men would have come after Blade. Yeah. But going against the sequel to Blade. So, all right. So we got Blade 2. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. Guillermo del Toro directed that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron Perlman's in it. It's kind of a fun flick. Uh, Spider-Man, though, I mean, I mean, one of my favorites. I mean, can, can, you can sit there and remember exactly how you felt when you saw Spider-Man for the first time on on the big screen like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, that was that was a since my childhood. I have been waiting patiently movie? for this, and I finally got it. I've told you like when I when my wife and I got together, like I had told her that I had. I had Gotten bit by a spider at work that night, so I had this huge pull my arm. I was like, check it out. Got bit by a spider. I'm gonna turn into Spider Man anytime. Yeah, yeah. right. And it fucking worked. <laughs> she was like, I kind of think I love this dude. So, All right. You know, um, you're a keeper. But so this is, you know, it's kind of like we were reflecting on 23 years together and 20 years of marriage. And this is like the one, two, three, four, five. How many movies has Tom Holland been in now? Uh, four, four. So that's nine plus Spider Verse, ten Spider Man movies, kind of in like yes. the last twenty years. So, I mean, I know people are sick of it, but how blessed are we? Seriously, one of the best comic book characters of all time. I, I, I'll I, take it. I identified you, with him. Give, so. give me more. All right. So number thirteen seed. If we're gonna throw some Snyder Verse. Love in there. Right? Man of Steel. I like this movie, and I, I don't care. It, I watched it a little yesterday, and I was, or today, so one day. Did I think about, about him earlier today? Today's been a long day. Um, aside from the parts where he doesn't seem to get what Superman's all about, yeah. it's a pretty decent movie, and should have been a good introduction. I remember when I originally reviewed it, I was like, man, it's got flaws, but they're heading in the right direction. It's here. a nice jumping off point. And then they just like nosedived. They just they freaked out because they couldn't catch Marvel, and so they decided a Batman versus Superman it and just the been worst decision. But Man of Steel is a solid movie, and I I might be the minority. I like Henry Cavill as Superman. Loved him, and I I wish they could have worked that out. I think he's got a good sense of humor. Yes, and I think that's what Superman needs. But I mean, that guy. When I when I picture Superman in my head, it's not it's not a stretch for me to see him as Superman. Now that's going against the Avengers. Yeah, that's a real tough one too. Because good, good lord, tough matchup. Twenty twelve, the first Avengers, the first Marvel team up. I mean, um, I would probably say it's 
probably still the the best. I don't know, man. Infinity War is good, but it just did something that nothing else had done. Well, I guess X Men had done it. Yeah, getting the group together, but that was a different kind of group. Yeah, this these, was, are, these are like more iconic characters. Yeah, and they, man, they did they put in a lot of work to get to the point where Avengers could be on the screen together. Yeah. They did it the right way instead of just saying, hey, look, here are all of these characters we're going to talk about for 10 minutes apiece, and now we have a movie. All right. Number three seed. Oh, yeah. So Avengers was the four there, and uh, Man of Steel the 13. Superman 2 is the three seed here from 1980, up against Flash Gordon that from also 1980. 14 seed. Both classics, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have, you have issues with Flash Gordon, I'm assuming. Well, Flash Gordon for me is more of a novelty yeah. than it is anything else. Um, you know, it's got the hokey 1980 uh, effects, uh, but on top of that, the story is just so campy. And yeah. you know, the best thing about Flash Gordon for me was the Queen music that was still weird and goofy. It's and still crazy as hell. Yeah. Man. Um, so, you know, you hear that Flash theme and you immediately know where you are and what you're doing with, with Flash Gordon. So, I mean, it, it, it has its place and I enjoy it, but, um, it's, it's just more kind of a, it's in a different category over here all by itself. Uh, yeah. So anyways, again, it's, it's on there, you know, cause it'll be more fun to debate that when we get a group together. Right? Yes, absolutely. You know, but again, sometimes, you know, the level of what makes it a better movie sometimes is that campiness, that novelty that I think Flash Gordon suffers from uh, where it falls in, in the rankings being a 14 seed. It's going to be hard to I, advance. Um, but I think that had this been an eight, nine or, you know, a 10, seven, this would have had a better chance to, to bounce out of the first round. All right. Another movie that I don't think you're very high on unbreakable, the six seed up against captain Marvel, the 11 seed, but you're not a big fan of unbreakable. I'm, I'm not, I didn't buy into this. Then whole, you should never see glass. No. I, and I, I honestly, I don't really have any, I have not yet done so. And I, I really don't feel like I need to split was, was pretty good. It was, I thought better than unbreakable. Okay. Um, but no, I, Samuel L. Jackson's character just never. Ooh, never didn't even realize that we have two Sam competing Sam Jackson right? movies here. Um, but it makes it hard because Captain Marvel, um, while I enjoyed it, and see, and that's just I don't need to see it further down the road competing against other movies that I think are better. Yeah. All right. All right. Then we got Spider-Man Far From Home. I haven't seen it. I can't weigh in. So. It's a solid film. It deserves to be on this list. I tried to place it in a way that. Gave it the credit deserves, but not too high to where it was too jumpy. You didn't want to overreact. Right. To so, just seeing something this week. Right. Maybe it's too high in the long run. Maybe it's too low. We'll see. But we're including it. And it was another one that I was like, maybe we shouldn't because it is just like so fresh. But yeah. It's a lot of fun. So. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. It's going up against Batman Returns, though. The seventh seed. Yeah, which I, I've always thought has been underrated. I know people have been 
really split on uh, Tim Burton's sequel. Um, I always loved it because it was like, what the fuck am I watching? This movie's crazy. The yeah. Penguin and Typical Jesus Tim Christ, Burton. Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie. Holy shit, was she hot. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. The fucking Penguin Army at the end. I mean, there's yeah. just so many crazy things going on. Everybody forgets Christopher Walken's in that movie. Right. Um, all right. So finishing up this one is uh, the two seed Wonder Woman. Also just missing out from being a one seed. Um, and V for Vendetta, which I had a, another movie where I was like, whatever. Could, could have been a first four out for me. Yeah. And, you know, again, this enjoyable, like, but eh. yeah. Am I going to watch it again? Probably not. Not anytime in the near future. I'm not making plans to sit down and watch it. All right. So does that bring us up to the multiverse? Multiverse. Our overall number one seed. Overall number one seed. And this is an interesting matchup here in the first round. Going against the 16, I got the Dark Knight versus Superman Returns. One of my least favorite Superman versions, adaptation, whatever. Um, so, th- I mean, this is an easy. Yeah. The, it's the a trend blowout. of a 16 knocking off a one uh, will not continue. Yeah, this here. is dude going into whoever. Yeah. In see Asheville or some shit. And yeah. They're up by 30 at halftime. Dry. Kentucky's nine freshmen, whoever. Yeah. All right. So eight seed versus or eight seed Hellboy 2, the Golden Army from 2008 versus Watchmen 2009. This is another matchup that I think is going to gonna raise a ruckus. I think there will be some. It's an interesting. Some, Watchmen for me. I, we've talked about this. I still don't know if I like this movie or not. One day I will, and one day I won't. And I, I go back and forth, and it's just a toss-up. Um, Hellboy is a character that I'm kind of meh on. I mean, he, Hellboy doesn't do a lot for me as far as picking up his book and reading it. Yeah. Um, but that this movie, was a pretty good movie. That movie's entertaining as fuck. Though. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. I think Watchmen's people are going to be split on this one. Watchmen's weird because Snyder's a hell of a visual yeah. director. I mean, man. I could have done without Blue Dong for yeah. as long <laughs> as I did, but whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, sometimes he gets so wrapped up in his visuals that he just cannot tell a cohesive story. And I... I I've kind of read some of the source material, but never finished or, yeah, you know. It's very abstract at moments mm-hmm. and, and just kind of, I'm going to need you to rein it in a little bit. All right. Number five seed here. Many people might not realize it's based on a comic. Yeah. Men in Black, the original. I figured we're throwing in, you know, and this was kind of, we got into the debate of the superhero versus comic book adaptions. And we agree that Men in Black, they're handled a little bit more like superheroes. They're just crazy super agents from, a, yeah, you know, with these crazy alien weapons and blah, blah, blah. But um, 1997 version, I mean, it's a classic, man. It's a great film. It's I mean, a, we it devoted was, a show to this. We, we felt yeah. so strongly about Men in Black. Yeah, I mean, it's a 90-minute comedy. I mean, it's tight. It has a solid story, some great performances. Um. Going up against the 12th seed here, Shazam. Which was fun. I enjoyed Shazam. And this one is one that dropped during our... Yeah. 
I think I had a little higher. I mean, again, when I placed them, it was like I just placed them. It wasn't necessarily like I ranked everything. Yeah. It was, you know, they got placed in order to be debated. And this one dropped. Um, I, I'm kind of in agreement. I, th- I thought it was like they watched Homecoming and were like, yeah, everybody liked Homecoming, make Homecoming. Yeah. Let's just make something fun and light and different from I'm pretty sure what it had we've a Ramon song done. in it. Yeah. It's just like, I, I get it, DC. Good job. You also like the Marvel movies. Okay. Number 13 seed, Super, starring Rain Wilson, directed by James Gunn. You didn't, you didn't like this one. Yeah. <laughs> It had its moments, but overall, no, this was one that uh, I could have debated should have been much further down the list. Okay. Uh, Worthy of inclusion, um, but I think even at a 13, it's still high. Probably. Well, it's about to get smoked by Avengers Infinity War. I mean, it's not even a debate, so I'm not really worried about it. You know, I mean, I I think arguably it could have been a one seed also. It could have been up there. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, uh, yeah, we'll see could how have been it, on the two line. We'll for see me. how it is, and I mean, because even you know, I think the youngest one seed we has was was Dark Knight, wasn't it? No, Captain America was twenty fourteen. Yeah. So at least it had five years to marinate. Yeah. Um, Avengers: Infinity War is a great movie. Loved it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the original twenty fourteen. Number three seed versus Ant-Man, the 14 seed, 2015. Ant-Man also, maybe it's, uh, Paul Rudd, I think, gets it on this list. Otherwise, it's a movie, I think it's, it's okay. It's fun. Ant-Man for me was, was along the lines of Shazam. I mean, it's fun and you did some cute stuff and it's lighthearted and it's bright and cheery. And yeah, so while both of those are fun movies for me, I don't. They don't do a whole lot. Um, we've been fortunate enough to get Ant-Man and some other stuff, yeah. um, which has made Ant-Man the character better. Uh, you know, we, we still have yet to see that with, with Shazam, so we don't know how he's going to play into to that world. Um, but Ant-Man was fun. I, I liked Ant-Man. I'll give Ant-Man the credit it, it, it deserves. All right, number six seed here. This is going to play the winner of the uh, Guardians Ant-Man. This one is this is, a, this is a big one, yeah. X-Men from 2000 uh, versus Spider-Man Homecoming from 2017. X-Men, man, again, I think those early X-Men films kind of get lost in the in the shuffle. As, as they why, do. How these movies are still getting There's like how many get made every year now? Yeah. And that was 2000. And I remember that being a pretty big freaking deal. I was freaking puffed. I was like, oh my yeah. God, dude, they're doing X-Men? What? Yeah, all of these characters working together. Yeah. Fantastic. So You um, gave me Wolverine. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. I mean, yeah, what that was he the become? start of something. What does he become? Yeah. I mean, I always think back to the, the hilarious thing. Well, maybe it's not. I'm sure he doesn't think it's hilarious. But um, Doug Ray Scott played the villain in Mission Impossible 2. Okay. He was originally cast. As Wolverine, like he was cast. Really? And Mission Impossible 2 ran long, shooting overlapped, something. And so he had to drop out. He had to drop out. And it was just like, that guy has to be like, motherfucker. I bet he's so pissed at the director and production company that caused him to. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, I can't remember exactly what the, but yeah, he was originally cast, MIT, ran long, or 
It just, it just didn't, maybe it just didn't work out. I mean, it could have just been the bottom line of, you know, schedules. Yeah. But yeah. either way. This might be the biggest upset in the tournament for me. Because Spider-Man Homecoming, while I appreciate the other Spider-Mans that we have on here, especially Spider-Man 2 uh, being a one seed, um, Spider-Man Homecoming slides right in that second slot of Spider-Mans for me. Um, and I love that character much more than I do um, the X-Men. Um, so for me, this one, this one I, I, I hope, stirs people's emotions one way or another. I want to... And who knows? You know, with, with the whole, we're doing the Spider-Man weekend, so... Right, right. Might be a big weekend for Spidey. All right, so next up is Thor 2011 versus The Crow 1994. Was The Crow a good movie? I, I enjoy it. I do like it. Does it take you back to your goth days, Tim? Uh, no, no, no. Not not at all. I mean, I, I, I enjoy this movie. And obviously, you know, we talked about there's a lot to say about, you know, whether or not the death of Brandon Lee has elevated this into a little bit more of a cult hit than it would have been otherwise. But... Um, oh, yeah, I think that whole scenario made depressed teenage girls, you know, back in 94, really latch on to this one. And Yeah, and I think this one dropped slightly in the in the seedings once we talked about it, and probably could a little bit more, but... It definitely falls into that could, cult classic kind yeah. of thing. And again, it's where it fits, you know? I mean, it showed that, you know, movies were taking a chance on... Lesser known. Mm-hmm. At times, they were more willing to take a chance on lesser known properties. Yeah. Than movies like Iron Man. Who would ever make an Iron Man movie? Yeah. It's impossible back in 94. Um, so it's going against Thor, which I, dude, I, I think Thor, which is a, is a great character movie in the long run, has been. I yeah. think you go back and you were introduced to a, super, a character that cannot be overpowered. Yeah. You know what are you gonna do? And and what they did was Thor. you knew that going in that he was the god of thunder. He was you know blah blah blah. But they literally just stripped him of his power like right away. Yeah. He was not Thor like most of that movie. Right. And you got to know Chris Hemsworth as an actor, Thor as a character. Um. So I think in hindsight, it's become a better movie, even though again it falls into the, kind of like the Marvel, um, thing of kind of having weak third acts with yes. crappy villains, you know. Um, so I don't know. Could be an upset there. Yeah, the word over the crow. Then we rounded out with Iron Man number two seed from twenty two thousand eight. The one that started off for the MCU versus Batman Forever, which I included because I think we you know he just went and make a campy something a little bit more like a TV show, mm-hmm. and that's what it was. Then they made yeah. Batman and Robin, and it made Forever infinitely worse. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? It yes, was just like, absolutely. okay, this is the direction you're going. Oh, it was kind of fun. Jim Carrey was, you know, kind of entertaining. Tommy Lee Jones was entertaining to watch because I was like, what are you doing, dude? Um, How did you get roped into this? Who, who did you owe a favor to? So, but I mean, Iron Man, obviously. Um, I, I just really remember watching that with my kids, man. Yeah, just and being Sam blown Jackson, away. Sam Jackson came on and was like, 
Avengers Initiative, and I was like, holy shit. You guys are really going to do this, aren't you? Yeah. And they were like, whatever, dude. Well, Nick was into it, you know, but Zoe's like, whatever. But he, yeah, Zoe's not, not saying whatever now. Now she's going to the movies and bawling her eyes out. So. Yeah, four and five um, times. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that's it, man. We've announced four brackets. Let's, you know, I got a few questions here. I know you've had some time to take some notes here. Got chocolate all over me, ma'am. Yeah, I love it when your wife brings cookies, but man, it's hard to talk into a microphone. Yeah, it really is. My wife makes delicious cookies, you guys. Yes, dang it. All right, let me get my. All right. Snubs. Yeah, let's look at the. I gotta get to my. Because then I go through it. You know, like I said, I put these up there, and some of you know, you know, based on, I was like, all right, I'll throw that in there, you know. Um,. Well, I, let's talk about some of these, um, not necessarily snubs, but franchises that didn't manage to get any in, okay. like uh, The Punisher. None of those t- popped in, in the list. Yeah, Fantastic Four. Uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, 0 for 3. Yeah. Dark Man, 0 for 3. Which I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 0 for 4. And Ninja Turtles, I think at one point I had on there, um, on the last four, just as a novelty. Yeah. Toxic uh, Avenger, I think another one w- that I had on there at one point, just because <laughs> cheesy novelty. Yeah. 300 is one that I kind of would have given more thought yeah. to. Um, man, that, that thing is, is impressive to watch. Um, Stylistically, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And, and, Pretty good book. Okay. Okay. Um, no Ghost Riders. No, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't yeah. really feel like that's a, a snub so much. Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. was on the list of considerations. I wouldn't say it was actually considered. Yeah. <laughs> the Daredevil from 2003 followed up by Elektra in 2005. I'm, I'm not disappointed we, yeah. we snubbed those. But there, there, there are some that would uh, say that that, that should have made a, an appearance. All right. Now, was there any first round matchups you thought were like really interesting more than others? Or, well, I think each bracket kind of has its own um, ones that stand out. So from from Golden Age, I thought the um, which one was it? Looking down my list, the Deadpool Kick Ass matchup yeah. is a really great. First round, where do you put your money in in that matchup? Because um, I think you're going to feel. I think this one will divide people. There, there are going to be people that feel very strongly one way or the other, um, and that's the kind of matchup that I I most like to to see. Um, let's see it in the multiverse region. Uh, I, I again that eight nine matchup with uh, Hellboy two and the Watchmen I think will be one yeah um, that divides a few people um, and you know for me personally um, that six eleven matchup with X Men and Spider Man Homecoming <clears throat> let's see what's down in the cinematic reading back through. Black Panther versus Rocketeer, I think, is... Yeah, that one will probably strike a chord with some people. I mean, nostalgia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, that's really the only one that stands out to me in the, in that bracket. You see anything else sticking out? No, really. We talked about modern age wanted versus road to perdition. Yeah. And Ragnarok versus first class. The eight, nine, um, Scott Pilgrim and edge of tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, for me, the modern age might be one of the most interesting regions in this, in this whole, uh, tournament. All right. Let's see what else we got here, buddy. All right. I know you haven't really had a chance to look at it like, you know, but um, anything look lining up that you can kind of look at and because this should be lined up how they'll kind of play out there if you look kind of look at your sheet. Yeah, let's see. Uh, maybe, looking at the maybe even gold, like second round. Maybe it just look like second round matchups. Yeah. Hmm. Are we looking at a Spider-Man Avengers yeah, matchup Spidey Avengers in the matchup, second, round? second round? That's a that's a nice little matchup that I'd love to see. Um, see how that plays out. Uh, Could have a potential uh, Far From Home versus Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah, I don't know. Wonder Woman, I think, has got pretty strong. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that one... Uh, it's going to see some longevity in this tournament just based on all of the, the different aspects um, that went into to, to making Wonder Woman happen. Uh, second round, we're in the, say, I'm looking at the cinematic. Could have a potential, you know, depending on that Doctor Strange, Batman in the movie. Matchup goes. You could have a Batman Begins versus Batman the movie. Ooh, yeah. I don't see the two seed getting knocked off there. Um, Potential Logan versus Sin City in the second round. That would be a fun one. Uh, in in game versus Black Panther. Yeah, even the Rocketeer, dude. The Rocketeers. What it's like again, depending on our panel. Yeah, I think you know we talked about maybe getting Deffenbaugh on board, but. I don't have anybody like lined up. We'll have a few guests with us. Um, Chris, I mean, come on our show. That's something that, you know, I mean, man, depending on nostalgia, Rocketeer could yeah. <laughs> make a move. I mean, because I know a lot of people, I love it, you know, but how swelled up with that emotion do we get when we're voting, you know? Um, all right, what else we got? We talked about Golden Age already. Yeah, mod let's go over to Modern Age. Led by Spider-Man 2. That's got a pretty nice run until it gets probably down to that sweet 16 where it could go up yeah. against Captain America. Spider-Man 2 is so good, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. A Batman-Ragnarok matchup yeah. in those the second are, round. Those are, you know, I mean, depending on, like I said, it's all about the panel, right? You know, it's kind of like, you know, the games. They have to be played. You know, you have to get... Different yeah. people together and talk about, you know, and you might get surprising people, you know, and all of a sudden Ragnarok's in the Final Four, Batman's in the Final Four. Blade versus X2. <clears throat> it's interesting. Blade's a, I think Blade's a solid movie. I'd love to see another Blade. 
I'd love to see an, an, another version of Blade. Somebody else reimagine that for me. All right. And with that, we got Multiverse. We covered that one yet? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, Iron Man versus Thor, maybe, in the second round. Guardians versus Homecoming, possibly, in the second round. Yeah, that's fun. Men in Black versus Infinity War, which could be an interesting conversation, maybe, I guess. Uh, Dark Knight going, I mean, I don't know. Dark Knight, I think, is... I'm penciling Dark Knight in in my final. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I think... It's yeah. I mean, early spoiler. We're we're doing our our predictions, reveals. Yeah, dark dark night's gonna go a long way. Um. Yeah, I agree with that. Dark night. Let's see. I was trying to look at. So the dark Who, night. Who's your biggest dark horse in this tournament outside of say? The two seeds in each bracket. Honestly, I think it. I I mentioned one, the Rocketeer. I think depending on who we get. I mean, nostalgia. I think that's one that could make a, a serious move. Um, that's a twelve seed. I mean, you always got to have one of those late round. Late round. Yeah. That make that makes a move. So. Um, Kind of looking over the, yeah, Rocketeer, um, X-Men First Class. I don't know. Looking at just a lower seed and out of the modern age that could surprise, possibly. Shazam? You think? I don't know. That's a, that if, would we be, get, if we get I three other people and they're all choice. morons, I mean, I love you guys. Come on the show and talk movies. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, we'll be at a place where there's alcohol involved, so you never know. Um, I think uh, an 8-9 matchup that we have where either one of them coming out the winner uh, could could cause some, some problems later on. Uh, Deadpool and Kick-Ass. I agree with that. Deadpool, you know, I think Deadpool has a pretty solid following. I think I think there are some believers in Deadpool. My cousin Tommy, who we've had mm-hmm. as a guest on our show, I think sometimes he thinks he has Deadpool. <clears throat> but uh he recently during a conversation said that he owed his love of comic book movies, you know, now because when he lived here I took him to see X2. Oh yeah. I was like, "Remember we saw?" He's like, "Ah, dude." It's like, yeah, that's why I, that's where my love of this comes from. So he's getting married next year, by the way. Congratulations, Tommy. I love you, buddy. And I'm going to go out there and be his best man. So, oh, fantastic. Uh, thankfully, he's not making us dress like different versions of Deadpool, which is one thing I was worried about. So, well, where's the fun in that? Yeah, I was worried. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, his fiance seems very cool. So, um, they they're they've called me like, hey dude, we're outside. Jeremy ran his house. I'm like, don't fucking get arrested. No, no, but <laughs> can like you, you please <laughs> drop off a note to contact us about the Renterverse? You just throw it over yeah, the fence. Just, yeah, we'll just send them some cards. Just Which house was this at? Up in up in Reno. Okay. Okay. So where were we here? We got caught up on looking down the road. I mean, I'd say you know, I mean. You know, 
picking a final four, I mean, obviously I selected the teams for the most part. So, I mean, I set the one seed. So those would be my final fours, I guess. I don't know. I haven't really looked at it enough, like bracketed it out to, you know, the way Clark Kellogg might get to on his, on the, yes, on the, you eventually. know, yeah. So it's, it's, it's hard to really kind of look at and pick some upsets and, but I mean, I, I really feel like I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I don't have four number ones in my final. Okay. I think... Which is the most likely to get knocked off. The cinematic universe causes a lot of problems for Superman. And while I... Man, that's a tough one. See, Superman in any of these other brackets, I think he could have really had the potential to be there. I like... You're right. It's in there with Begins and Logan and Endgame and Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, that that is just an absolutely loaded bracket for me. So, so almost fittingly, Superman is the KU of this tournament. Yes. Where it's like, oh, KU's the one seed, but oh, (laughs) they've got like five other one seeds in their bracket. Exactly. Right on. Um, So, I'm going to say that Superman doesn't make it out of the cinematic universe for me. And Um, honestly, I I could, I I could. There, there, Batman Begins and Logan, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to struggle here um, because those are two films that I, I just absolutely love to the core. Those are uh, important movies to me that, uh, that I'll just never let go of. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Spider-Man two probably has an easy road unless you consider maybe civil war or Ragnarok threats to it. Yeah. It, I mean that, I think and I get it. Depending on our panel, I don't know. Maybe we get some of the others like, dude, fuck Sam Raimi's movies. I mean, they might get slapped. You mean you might get slapped? Yeah, after the nine seed, I mean that bracket just falls to shit. I mean, I'm, I really don't care anything for the the ten through sixteen. You know, wanted was that one that we debated on, mm-hmm. um, where it should fall. Yeah, still don't think it 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 it's anywhere close to what the other nine seeds are in that sure. in that bracket multiverse is tough even though dark knight i think has it i mean iron man guardians both amazing starting off points for those franchises avengers infinity war is i think better than endgame um i think the term but dark knight um, is just that's going chalk um where it's just always the highest rated seed um, I think the multiverse is the one that I would pick the highest rated seed all the way through here. I think each one of these top seeds in that is just going to walk into the next round. Except that 611. Oh, yeah, 611. Yeah, that's a tough one. You're right. Cinematic, or I'm sorry, not cinematic, Golden Age, just to kind of wrap things up. Uh Captain America, Wonder Woman. I mean, Superman 2, Avengers. I think you got four movies there that could come out of that, to be honest. I'd agree. Yeah. But, you know, so, I mean, there's there's some parody. You know, it seems like there's, there's like, one movie in a region of tough movies that seems like it's going to cakewalk through all of them. Right. Then you have the modern age, which I, I think you're going to have a lot of those Beaten up on each other. Spider-Man 2, X2, yeah. Batman, Captain America, Civil War, Ragnarok. I mean, 
And then Superman, you're right. It's also, it's just, it's probably the best of those movies, but depending on mood and yeah, or voters. So we'll see what happens, man. But we're going to do this next weekend at Screenland Armor up on Armor Road in Kansas City, Missouri. We're going to be out there about 1230. We'll get me and you will be there a little earlier. Um, it's going to be a double episode. Um, man, when we did the sports episode a couple years ago, that was a two hour episode. Yeah. And we didn't do. We're going to give you a break. <clears throat> so we're going to figure out a way to make this quick. But when we, yeah, it'll break, we'll break it up when we publish it. Um, but come out and see us. Uh, it's a great, Screenland's one of the best theaters in Kansas City. Um, those guys do an excellent job. We're going to have some stuff to give away. Free stuff. I'm trying to get, get a hold of some movie posters, but I do have some like. Swag bags. Some, some, yeah, some swag bags from Spider-Man Far From Home. So we're going to go out there and do the show till about three or so, but we got to wrap it up because we are planning on seeing the movie there. Again. Again. At Screenland. How many, time, that how many times have you have seen it prior to Sunday? Uh, I've seen it once. I'm taking my wife to see it Tuesday night because my kids are seeing it like first thing Tuesday morning. And my wife's just not going to want to be in a house where all my kids Everybody. and I have seen it. Because, I mean, there's not like huge revelations in this movie, like of where they're going. There's not an introduction to the next Thanos or anything like that. But there's just some great things. I'm like, they're not going to want to beat around the bush. You're not going to want to know, you know, so I'm like, yeah. I have to take her to see it immediately. Um, so that'll be, yeah. So when we see it screen, that'll be my third. Excellent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks to Adam Roberts for, for hosting us that day. Um, I'll post an event on Facebook and come out and see us. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have some other stuff to give away to do trivia, that kind of thing. We'll have beers and whatever, man, it'll be a good time. So it'll be like a real hooligans day at Screenland armor in KCMO. So, uh, otherwise terror on the plains is still accepting submissions. Filmfreeway.com slash terror on the plains horror film festival. Dates. September 27th and 28th at the Boulevard Drive-In. Wonderful. Last day to submit is September 1st, a little earlier this year. I've already got like 20-some movies. I'm going to have too many again. It oh, sucks. I don't... I mean, That's the part. That's submit part of having Because, a... man, we have amazing prize packages from Casey Film and uh, Kansas City Art Institute. If you're a young filmmaker, if you know a young filmmaker, have them submit because we've got... They give out like a, sem- a semester of like a class. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's absolute reason to, to get in. And I've heard from some filmmakers that submitted to us early on, Alden Miller, David Skaggs, they were like early, the the, yeah. the original boys and they've got films coming, I think this year. So have you watched Alden yet? Uh, I had, no, he hasn't submitted. He hasn't submitted, but you know, he, they, they've got submissions coming. So, excellent. Uh, looking forward to seeing him. Always so, love his stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. So next week. Uh, tournament. We'll crown a champion. And after that, we're going to be at Crypticon. Crypticon, Kansas City, out in St. Joe, Missouri. Uh, We're going to be out there promoting Terror on the Plains, but we're going to do an episode of Real Hooligans while we're there. We're selling t-shirts. And they've got a great group that's coming in. Um, Heather Leggenkamp from Nightmare on Elm Street's there. Oh, yes. Tom Savini's out there. Um, he's at a lot of special effects, but you might know him. He was Sex Machine and from Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. Um, 
Kane Hodder played Jason Voorhees out there. Nice. Um, I mean, they got a great. I mean, one of the dudes from Sid Haig from the Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, he's uh, he's out there. People love him. He's having like his 80th birthday or something yeah. out there. So there's a whole thing for him out there. So if you love the zombie films, get out there, man. It's a great deal. We'll be out there promoting terror on the planes and doing our real hooligan sayings. Come buy a t-shirt. Support us. Yeah. Where the bitch um, All right, man. So that's our episode. Tournament selection. Who do you got winning it all? On our way out. Overall number one, Dark Knight. Yeah. I think the Dark Knight wins it. We'll yeah. see what happens. Crazier things have happened. Yeah. It's going to flash Gordon. Not a chance. <laughs> All right. I love you, David. See you later, buddy. All right, good. See you, folks. <laughs>